Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith, while build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 120, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says the light in your heart will be the light that leads the way to your greatness. And joining me on today's show is Marley Love. Marley is a life coach who helps professional millennials discover their life purpose by teaching them how to unleash their hidden potential and embrace their worth. She does this through one-on-one prophetic coaching, dream interpretation and online courses. Now on today's show, Marley is going to share Find Your Niche because if you don't know who you can help, how can you help anyone? She also wants to talk about forgive quickly. Unforgiveness is the number one way to get your blessing blocked and stop you from your purpose. And she's also going to talk about find your signature Bible verse. Whenever fear comes along, you speak this Bible verse out loud until that fear leaves and then continue on your purpose path and so much more. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, you are so welcome. I love the way that you are speaking into the lives of professional millennials. I think um, there are so many incredible coaches out there, life coaches, uh, doing just great work and really helping people. I think millennials, because really they are now stepping into roles, whether it be in business or, or in a corporate sense, that are making an impact. So they're entering the workforce and uh, certainly carving out uh, their greatness. To so speak a little bit more, if you will, as I love hearing the backstory about the path that led you down to create your life coaching business. Was it something that you always had at the back of your mind or has circumstances kind of guided you to now open your business? Well, I would say it's kind of both because I was working in the corporate world. I went to college, graduated and kind of followed the path that everyone expects you to follow. Mm -hmm. And so I was sitting in a a cubicle one day and um, I had an experience uh, maybe a few uh, months earlier that just kind of shook everything that I um, believed in. And I said, okay, God, what's my purpose? What's my passion? Like, I don't think just being in this cube is for me. Mm-hmm. And so once I started asking that question, God just kind of lined stuff up for me and just opened doors, opened my mind and just led me on this path. Yeah, I love that because, you know, and it reminds us that sometimes we ask God, you know, uh, a question be prepared for the for an answer and be prepared yeah. to move to shift because you know how sometimes we'll ask for something like oh no oh, I don't I don't want to do that speak a little bit more about that transition because someone may be listening or watching today 
that has felt a, a slight calling or a shift in where they're uh, wanting to head using the skills and gifts and strengths that they've learned but can be stuck in uncertainty because there is an uncertainty as you're making that change. How did you shift through that? Definitely. There's a lot of uncertainty, but first, you know, trust in God, number one. And two, I made like small shifts. So even though I was still working in my corporate job, I said, okay, um, if I want to be, you know, I just, well, I had the plan that I wanted to help people become happy. And yes. so I said, how can I make people happy? So I started researching. I realized, oh, there's positive psychology, went back to school, learned about life coaching all while still working in you know, the corporate job yes. and then learning more about God as I went. And so um, that led me to realizing I wanted to be a life coach, starting that up as I still worked in my corporate job, and then eventually went to a um, part-time job and then able to do it on my own. So it was all in little sections. It wasn't just like a huge leap, yes. but um, that's what shows that everybody can do it. Oh, I love that. Job. And you are the classic example or a case study, if you will, of what we call, um, well, it's a career transition. So portfolio mm -hmm. opportunity where you have various aspects, you're learning, you're still uh, in your corporate role because that's funding, if you will, your studies and as you're starting to, to get uh, a client base and starting to get the word out there, brilliant. Uh, and I know that that's certainly spoken some insights and uh, some inspiration to someone thinking, you know what, maybe it's possible for me too, which it is. Finding your niche. Speak a bit more about this because, you know, as someone who has been involved in, in business and branding for many years, I mean, we cannot say this too often. So many people start a business who can you help? Well, I can help everybody, which may be the case, mm -hmm. but because there's so much noise out there, it's very important to find the niche so you really can speak directly to them. But also, I think where you're talking about too is you feel called to really support millennials. So what would you say to someone, mm -hmm. what were some of the things that you did to help you find your niche, but also some encouraging insights if someone is thinking, well, if I narrow down, uh, maybe I'm cutting off business opportunities, which often is not the case. So share a bit more, Marlene. Yeah, definitely. So I was like that at first, Anne-Marie. Like I was like, oh, I can help everyone, you know, but um, because earlier I said I just want to make people happy. Yeah. But I actually um, hired a business coach as well to help me mm -hmm. with that process because, you know, I know I'm good at certain things, but I realized I need someone to help me figure out who, what niche, you know, yeah. I can help. And so once we focused in on helping professional millennials, because that was kind of who I was, yeah. and I had a passion for those people because I knew exactly what they've been going mm. through, I said, well, I can help these people. I know who I can focus on. And then even if people come to me that aren't professional millennials, mm. hey, I'll, I'll take them in. That's no problem. But yeah. it once I did that, business went so much easier. I wasn't as stressed, and I really um, – could focus my materials on the right type of people too. Yeah. Check and talk a little bit about that process because sometimes it, it is mm -hmm. like an, an aha and maybe it was various questionings and various activities that you work mm -hmm. through with the business coach. But if someone is struggling, yes, they can look at what they have been through and perhaps there are other people like me that could certainly get some support. What process did you go that helped you really define and identify this is the market that I really want to support? Yeah, it was through a lot of prayer, too, I will say, because I'm like, God, who do you want me to help? You yes. know, you put me on this path. I'm like, mm -hmm. what am I supposed to do, you know? And so um, I just really felt led to help people like me because um, I kept going back to just everything that I've been through and talking to friends and family and colleagues. I'm like, a lot of people I know are dealing with the same thing, but they're afraid to really step out and um, 
make that change and make that difference. So again, it was just asking God and just that something just in my heart, you know, telling me. And then um, my business coach, she just asked the questions. She's like, who do you want to help? And finally, I was like, okay, millennials. <laughs> we narrowed it down a little bit to professional millennials because there's a whole bunch of us. Yes. I just know people in the corporate world are um, stuck sometimes. Yeah, so, yeah. It's a valuable lesson because I think sometimes we can look at our own circumstance and situation, sometimes feel that we're the only people that are struggling through that and not mm -hmm. recognize that there are so many other people there. So definitely prayer is great. You you spoke to other people and your family, friends. You hired a business mm -hmm. coach, which I, you know, why struggle on your own and reinvent the wheel when someone there yeah. who is able to support you can do that. And I think once you get got to that process, did you find then that for your business, you really, things fit together, don't they, far quickly? Your message is really aligned. You know exactly where to go, who, who you need to connect with. That kind of really, I'd imagine, started to flow far more quickly once you narrowed down that niche, yes? Definitely. It was just so much easier. What I posted, the materials I, you know, created, what I talked about, um, just everything was so much easier yeah you know and that's why I just tell so many people find out who you want to help and ask yes. God because that's the number one thing and once you do that it just just flows. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, so we, we have someone on our team, that invisible CEO, if you will, who's got all the answers. Sometimes we just yeah. need to take the time and ask and then be willing to take action on uh, what we're led uh, to, 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 to follow and have that trust. Love that. Thank you for sharing a bit about that because I think it's one of the most important areas of clarity that we can get for our business but one that we often rush through or don't think about at all because we want to really hit the ground running to generate mm -hmm. that income so that we can support ourselves, particularly when we're transitioning out of corporate. But I think we need mm -hmm. to take the time to do that. Otherwise, we can flounder around a little bit. So thank you. Let's talk about another particular topic, which I think for many of us we can sometimes struggle with, and this is around forgiveness. And you say, and I so agree, that it can be the number one way to get our blessing blocked to stop you yeah. from per your purpose. Let's talk about forgiving. What insights can you share? Because this, I think, not only for Christian entrepreneurs, but for uh, no matter what walk of life, if we've been wronged in some way, uh, forgiving someone can be so hard, yet it is something that we are commanded to do. Definitely. So I wrote a book called Five Steps to Find Your Purpose and Destiny. And forgiveness was the first step because I realized um, I had some unforgiveness in my heart. And just, it's so it's so hard to explain like in the physical because it's something that's like seems easy, but it's not, mm -hmm. you know, so it's, it's hard to put into words. But basically, I had to forgive um, my father. And he was a part of me, like he's half of, you know, who I am. Yeah. And so having that resentment in my heart just didn't let me accept half of who I was. And so when I forgave him for the past, I just felt a lot freer and I was able to um, be proud of myself, have more confidence and not, um, and be able to help, I guess, other people with that too. Yeah. And, you know, then I went back to the Bible and God said, forgive others so I can forgive you. And so yes. I'm like, I know I've messed up a lot. And yeah. so I need to um, forgive as much mm. as I can. And so, that's the first thing I, I talk my clients through is like forgiving people who have hurt you in the past. You can unrelease -re it and be free to be who you 
Yeah. I want to just um, spend a bit of time on this because I think that what you've just shared, I mean, praise God that you're able to do that because what we are, and and often this conversation when we're talking to people, and they may still be quite raw from that hurt or whatever, and and what we're saying is not that what we're not saying that what they did or didn't do was correct, not at all, Um, but what we're saying is from an energetic, spiritual point of view, Every time that we have something or a memory or a trigger or someone says a word and then immediately we think it causes in us a real tightness or whatever, for everyone it's different, but it's that Mm -hmm. that we need to release to be able to walk away from so that we can focus on on the path that God really wants us to continue to walk, but we can't do that when we're still hanging on to that because often what ends up happening, it stews inside us and then we trigger and we react uh, to circumstances and situations when others around us mm-hmm. remind us of that and it, it, it just um, continues to really um, like a snowball effect. What would you say to someone that really is struggling even to get to the point where they go, you know what, I'm going to go through a, that forgiveness process so that I can walk away from that and not have that tie that binds me in that negative way. What would you say to him or her? Well, I would say first, you know, it doesn't have to be overnight. So I think sometimes people just think, you know, if you forgive somebody, it's like, okay, you forgive. It's whatever, you know, like you're saying earlier, it's fine what they did. It can be a process. So you can understand what you went through, um, learn, you know, kind of how that um, affects you, you know, again, energetically, and kind of really talk through that relationship with that person. Because a lot of times people have problems um, forgiving someone and then they bring them back into a relationship and then they hurt them again over and over. And so um, to sum it all up, I would say first, it's all a process. You don't have to do it alone. You know, you have God, you have, you know, life coaches and other people to help you. Yes. But um, the main thing is just start the process yeah. <laughs> because in the end, you'll, you'll totally be transformed. Yes. That's, that's it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Look, there, there have been circumstances and situations in, in my life, one in particular, um, and I won't go too much into the detail, but I was not only hurt um, financially, but really it was the, um, what's the word I'm looking at, the betrayal, you know, by someone that you absolutely trusted. And there were times where I would be curled up on the bed and just howling, like really, be, and just release it. And I knew it was a physical, uh, and I could really see that, you know, Christ was working through me, or God was working through me as I was releasing that. So I could now talk about it without crying or getting angry. There was just no, that no, you know, not connection. And also too, I did not want to be jaded by thinking, you know, and not trusting anyone because that's just not in my character. I want to treat people who, um, who are, you know, in the way that I wanted to be, retre- you know, respected mm-hmm. and treated. And I thought, you know what, I do not want to end up mistrusting others because this could happen again because you bring that into other relationships and business and life. And I think that's what you're Definitely. talking about, you know, and sometimes it can, well, definitely prayer, definitely prayer and, and reading the Bible mm-hmm. for sure, Bible verses are, um, are fantastic. But also too, mm-hmm. sometimes writing it out, you know, and sometimes we need to yes. forgive people who may have passed on. Uh, when I did a counselling course many, many decades ago, one of the techniques that we learned was called a gestalt technique where we would have two mm-hmm. chairs, we would sit in one and they, we would talk to the other by just getting it out there. But sometimes we carry it around in our bodies, you know, and, and we bottle it up. Sometimes we just need to get it out there. So there's a number of techniques 
to help us kind of release that. Have you found that that was helpful for you too? Definitely. The techniques are great. Writing it down. Sometimes mm. you just have to write down who you need to forgive, yeah. you know, and just like see it visually. So you're like, okay, this makes sense why, you know, I'm holding on grudges, yes. the grudges of these people and stuff. And yeah, yeah the um, counseling session, talking it back and forth. I mean, I thought I had all my forgiveness done and I realized I did a session. I'm like, whoa, I have a little bit more I need to do. You can wrong, really, human, right? oh, oh, we absolutely yeah, are. And I, yeah, think, yeah. I think we realize, and this is one of the greatest lessons that I've learned, um, you know, as I was continuing to do a lot of studies. And let's face it, we so important because here's where the enemy continues to push us and, and um, you know, kind of poke us around that those areas that really we have not dealt with. We really have not committed to prayer. We have not forgiven. And there's a reason why God wants us to forgive and to cut those emotional ties from that, that he says you need to leave it and let's face it we are forgiven on a daily basis so yeah. you know we need to um to, to do that and, and i think for me I, I recognize that um it is a process but it is one that you need to get to a stage where you are able to talk about it and i think often mm -hmm. i will use things if it, as a trigger point so if something is happening and i start to sort of feel oh something's not quite right there it's a good time to check in and say am i still reacting is that something that that's causing me to react and then I just take that to prayer and then journal about it remind myself of some verses that uh, have been really supportive and it's something as you say you need to to get through because we will often there's two things that I want to share we will often repeat that unknowingly because we vow we're going to do something differently but we can often then turn into what what it is that we want to not do you know well, what will happen to us and secondly I think um, it can stop our growth in areas. And when we move through that, it can be the greatest character building lesson of all. Have you found that true? Definitely. Yeah. So true. And, you know, like we were saying, in the Bible, God said, forgive so I can forgive you. Jesus says, forgive seven times, you know, 70. Yeah. It's like, if God says it, let's just do it. Because in the end, he has our best um, yes. He, he wants the best for us yeah, in the yeah. long run, you know? And so it's, yeah, sometimes you just have to, you know, do it and yeah. just know that God's got your back no, yeah. no matter what. Thank you for, um, awesome. for, for spending some time in this. I think this is really an area where you know, everyone's circumstances and, and situation is different, but it is one that needs to be supported, one that you need to take to him to really help you heal through that. Uh, and I think, you know, one of the greatest thing, other lessons that I learned too was that, you know, depending obviously on what happened, there's some things that, that really are horrific when, you know, experiences, but often whoever um, the other person is, they're doing the best or they are reacting from circumstances too. So mm -hmm. often what we do is we'll, we'll blame ourselves. What was it that caused, that I did to cause that person to do that or say that or whatever? We need to realize mm -hmm. it's nothing we did at all. Nothing to do. So don't know guilt and shame and all of that. Absolutely do not uh, mm -hmm. own that because that's often what the enemy will do too, is, doesn't he? He kind of reflects it back on us. But I think once you start to realize that, then the healing process can certainly um, help. Yes. 
Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, you're, you're hitting the <laughs> nail on the head. Oh, look, I tell you, so I tell true. you what you hear, you, you hear around some conversations even in church environments and it's like you really need to commit that to prayer because carrying that around sometimes from generation to generation, it's kind of like really, you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you just have to force it. I remember I somebody hurt me like really badly and I would have to pass by like, this business almost every day and I was like whoo I don't want to do it but I just said I forgive you yeah. and I just kept saying it every time I passed it and now I laugh yeah. about the situation you yes. know and it's just like I just said it like I forgive you I forgive you and eventually that all melted away and I'm like thank actually thank you mm. because you taught me an amazing lesson you know yeah. so even if you don't when it feel like it, just mm. say it anyway. And eventually those words will start just like manifesting in your spirit. And before you know it, all is forgiven. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And let's talk mm -hmm. about find your signature Bible verse. Yeah. What's your signature? Do you have a signature Bible verse? Oh, definitely. <laughs> so What's mine's your? Jeremiah 29, 11. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, for another plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to yeah. prosper you and not harm you, plans to give you hope in the future. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. That's my favorite. Yeah. You know, what's interesting that you should say that there's so many people that have said uh, that one, and I, I recognize that because I've got it in, in my journal too. Share with us, when you have this this um, signature Bible verse, in, in what circumstances and situations have mm -hmm. you found it being particularly powerful? And what would you encourage someone to do as they're looking for their signature Bible verse? Is that something that you've developed over time or do you, does it change every year? You have a different focus. How does that work for you? Yeah, well, for me particularly, I just had the same one. And yeah. so, and I guess that's just my season right now, you know, because yeah. I feel like being a new business owner, starting out, it's like a lot of that, a lot of fear pops yeah. up because you're like, am I doing it right? Am I making the right you know, steps? Is this what God wants me to do? Mm. So that Bible verse embodies like God has great plans for me. He's going to prosper me. He's not going to harm me. And so anytime that fear pops up, I just continue to say, and I'm like, I'm reminded of his promises over and over again. And yeah. sometimes we get radical with it, but sometimes you have to do that in order for you to keep going on your purpose path because, yes. um, you know, the enemy doesn't want you to fulfill your God-given no. purpose. No. Any means. <laughs> Not at all. And But we do know he hates God's word. Mm. So if you speak it out loud, that can get rid of that fear. Mm -hmm. And I say, find a verse that really correlates with what your fear is. So mm. mine was fear of not prospering, fear of not um, having the right plans for my life. So that's why I have that one. Mm. Some people's fears could just be um, trust. You can find the Bible verse in trust or um a whole health forgiveness you know, maybe any, yeah forgiveness <laughs> yeah forgiveness you know that you maybe you don't feel mm. confident confidence yes all of those things and you just find that verse anytime that fear pops up within that area mm. you keep speaking it and then you just do what you were doing and you keep going yeah so. i love um how in the bible it says you know um uh, resist the devil and he will flee and often the resisting is worship music uh, I love one of my mentors Santa Krakowski she has a lot of worship music playing and she said I have it playing and all through my house I invite the angels in and they can sing alongside and then you know any evil just will not hang around and it's similar yeah. too when we do recite out loud and speak out loud the truth which as we know is the living word of God then any evil is just not going to hang around there they're out 
you know yeah. uh, and then you always feel almost feel it in your spirit too i mean you know there are instances where you know maybe you're speaking in front of an organization or you've got uh, a proposal that you're wanting to present to a prospective client and you're just so excited about it but sometimes it can be nerves and I'd imagine as, as you are repeating that Bible verse over and over, a sense of calmness uh, and inner confidence that happens for me, it just comes through and it, it's almost unexplainable other than what I've just said. But have you noticed that as well as you start to just repeat over and over your signature verse? Definitely. Like it just calms me. It gives me confidence. It gives me hope. It gives me faith. Like everything, it's just, the opposite of fear and I'm just yeah. able to really step in my purpose and be who God created me to be when yeah. I continue to like speak it over and over again yeah it's it's powerful and I'll attribute it to my pastor he did a sermon on it yeah. and I was like hmm that makes sense and so every, I started doing it I'm like everybody needs to know about this yeah. you need your signature Bible <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I talk about it all the time in my book I say hey my pastor told me this yeah. it is the best yeah. um ever yeah I think um, what's really wonderful is uh, I, there are so many different verses that uh, are in the mm -hmm. Bible and I can't remember the name of it I might get McKendall out and, and have a look but there's a um, there's Bible verses that are characterized so in different themes mm -hmm. you know themes about trust themes about hope and fear and I love that, that, you know, when you're going through a season in your life like fear or you're expanding and um, whatever it might be, forgiveness, trust, just being reminded of just how empowering a lot of those, um, those Bible verses are in those themes. I'd love for you to share a little bit, Marley, if you would, about the work that you're doing, particularly if we, you know, we may know a professional millennial or someone might be listening or watching that is kind of going through some of the things that you've explained today, how they can get in contact with you. So share a little bit more about your work and then the best way to connect with you. Okay, yes. So um, as a life coach, I usually work one-on-one -on -one, one -on -one with my clients. And so I do a great three-month Discover Your Life Purpose um, mm -hmm. package. So Within those three months, we really go through my five steps to find your purpose. And one of those is forgiveness and um, removing spiritual blocks. And I do like dream interpretation as well because I, I find that God, you know, speaks mm. to us in our dreams. So yes. I really um, study that. And then sometimes like some prophetic life coaching as well, just kind of talking to the Holy Spirit and um, putting what he shares in my heart and um, share it with the clients as well. Mm. Um, and so through all of that, um, they can just go to my website, marleylovelifecoaching.com, and um, schedule a call with me or not, but that's really what I do there. Um, let's see. <laughs> this is, I should probably like have this perfectly planned out, but maybe no, I need to say my you know, Bible I think first, because all of a sudden I got like yeah. nervous. <laughs> no, you know, sometimes I think the best way <laughs> or approach is just to, to, to share it. Uh, I yeah. think you know and, and certainly through the conversation that we've had today yeah. uh, and, and just hearing you share your journey just one of the things that I uh, have found over and over with many of the guests that I have spoken with today and, and you are certainly um, no exception to this is that our life circumstances really have positioned us to be able to speak hope truth love and light um, you know through God's word into uh, an area or a niche I call it a niche here in Australia you guys call it niche niche, um, <laughs> into you know that particular area because of the journey that you have walked 
and uh, I think often through hearing that story it just allows someone to be uh, more personable and approachable I think anyway because you, you know if you're a prospective client and listening just to hear someone share that they've been through that and they've been able to come out the other end and have success through that and feel far more fulfilled I think in that in that story um, is is the best way to connect with someone who is struggling you know because how often I think we might have mentioned it before we think we're the only people that are going through that um, and how many I mean I've said previously that I was in the career industry for many years how many people are sitting in that cubicle day after day month after month year after year thinking I can't wait till the end of the day um, because their skills their strengths just their character uh, is just not aligned with that workplace or the corporate values or just what they're doing and it's not till they work through that and they realize they have a bit more self-awareness of where their strengths lie and, and what lights them up and just, just a shift in that can be the biggest difference in them feeling empowered they're contributing fulfilled you know yeah. finding meaning and purpose in your work and uh, yeah, the, the the people that I had, um, you know, spoken to many, you know, some of them are, are even not just millennials, but have gone on because I think previously you would find a job and that was it, you know, yeah. <laughs> that was it. And, and look, what are you complaining about? You've got work, you know. Whereas yeah, but it's different now. And I think millennials they want to find meaning and purpose and feel fulfilled mm -hmm. in that they are contributing um, to to a cause walking with an organization that aligns with their core values and that's important so uh, thank you for, for, for stepping up and, and speaking out and sharing that message and of course we'll put all of your details Marley on our show notes ambitious entrepreneur network.com forward slash TCE 120 uh, Marley as we finish the show may I say a word of prayer for you so um, that's one of the things I'm doing for all my guests fantastic that's great Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Marley and hear more about the work that she does. And Father, through her own journey and being able to now use the, the tools that she found helpful to help you know, really open up her eyes and her ears to listen from you, turn to, to your word to help her really discern where you want her to be. And now, of course, she is helping other professional millennials define their true meaning uh, and, and their purpose as well father we just want to uphold the work that she's doing continue to uh, find favor and, and blessing in the work that she does and, and the impact that she makes in the lives of, of her clients and uh, we just pray that if anyone's listening or watching today that is confused that does go to work and not really feeling that they're contributing and not feeling fulfilled we just want to encourage them to, uh, to reach out to Marley and, and uh, get her support so that they can finally realize what it is that uh, you have in their lives and what you've knitted into them, their skills, their strengths and their character too. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming on the show and uh, for mm -hmm. sharing your story and, and uh, also for forgiveness. I think that that is one of the biggest areas that uh, many people continue to, to struggle with. And uh, mm -hmm. so thank you for, for sharing your insights. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, and thank you uh, for doing this because you are changing the world and helping to bring all these Christian entrepreneurs together. So oh, thank you for your vision. Thank you. It's amazing. All right. All the best. All right. Bye.
You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. Changing the world one message at a time. Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. That's BeTheDifferenceMovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.